Welcome to Cosmic Channels. Open minds on cosmic lines. To call in to future episodes of Cosmic Channels, follow Cosmic Channels on YouTube and Twitch and tune in live Sundays at 6.30 p.m. Pacific Time. The number is 1-833-703-0424. The Cosmic Channels are open. BJ Cheeks. I'm Zeltron. I'm Dan. And I'm Andrew. Welcome back to Cosmic Channels and a happy Valentine's Day to everyone out there. Uh, those of you listening live, I guess you fucked up. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't fucked up. Didn't go your way. Why have one Valentine when you can have four Valentines? Oh, oh that's a good point. Right this here. is true. So... We I mean, obviously, we're, we're hosting a podcast you. right now, so we're not doing very great. Yeah, ourselves. we're not any that's better. Fine. <laughs> I'm drinking. <laughs> I'm drinking a expensive bottle of wine by myself. So happy about that. I actually cracked open some champagne right before this podcast started. I just finished building my doghouse that I'm going to be living in for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So that's good. All right, tonight we're looking for calls about the notorious case of Elisa Lamb. Uh, your thoughts on it? Netflix just came out with a docu series. I don't know. I can't remember what it was called. Crime Watch, the missing Crime tower, Crime the missing scene. tower, or something. <laughs> the missing tower. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Uh, yeah. And it basically chronicled uh, the story of Elisa Lam um, and why it gripped so many people. I we talked about it on ATT. God, must have been five years ago. It's probably one of the first case files we ever did. It was like nine. Yeah, it was case file nine of the main show ATT. It was the probably the first like actual like case we did where we looked like we kind of looked into it and got like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. And uh, it's been like, yes, we haven't really talked about it since. And then this documentary came out. So we said, well, let's see, uh, see if anyone wants to call in. What uh, um, thoughts on it after five years, Braden? Um, I mean... I would probably do it a little differently if we did that case file now today. Probably. Um, but uh it, it's still like it's still a fast it's one of those it's one of those easy ones to fall down because there's so many of these fascinating coincidences or you know, alleged coincidences happening all in this round time that really kind of spark that interest that everyone loves in these true crime and you know mystery cases. Um, the docuseries, I, I wasn't the biggest fan of their, like their, the storytelling in it. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was okay, but it, it's hard. Like it's, we've talked about a pre-show. It's, it's hard to, you know, when this ever I just about every podcast and, you know, show, and there's been YouTube on Elisa lamb and everything ranges from 20 minutes to an hour. And then this comes out and needs quadruple the amount of time to tell the exact same story uh it, it just drags on a little long in my opinion uh but the story itself still fascinating do i believe the same i did five years ago when we first did the case um no with some of the new information that's come to light with you know the docuseries and stuff um i i don't i don't know if my beliefs are exactly the same as they were then 
but still a fascinating case. Yeah, I would tend to agree. I mean, I don't think it was back then we were just, you know, it was more about uh, having fun with the boys than given beliefs. But yeah, I mean, we went, what, there's still a lot of things of it, like the video and the elevator and just like, just the entire case. It's obviously it's, it's been captivated so many people for the reason, because there's a tons of things in it. You're like, okay, well, how this and how that and how this, but like just how that she could have gotten the water tank, I think is still for me when they say like, it's still death by drowning. It just seems like, it seems like there probably might've been more that we'll probably never uncover. Andrew. Um, yeah, I'm probably on the opposite end of you guys, to be honest with you. Like for me, um, you know, last time we talked about this fucking case file, I don't think any of us were wearing pants. <laughs> no, probably we were not. too busy screaming the whole time because we scared each other with our <laughs> theories and you know what I mean? And <laughs> the, the couple, like some of the big glaring questions I had when we initially did this case file was stuff like, why the fuck was the doors on the elevator staying open like that? Like that made no sense. That was bizarre. There must've been somebody on the outside of the elevator holding you know what I mean? The, the button to keep yeah. it open. Yep. Uh, there's stuff like there's no way she could have closed that door on herself after she jumped in the tank. And obviously there's the bizarre behavior with, you know, the hand gestures and stuff like that. And I'll be honest with you, that fucking that documentary blew apart every single question I had and answered them for me easily. And my initial conclusions when we talked about it was, you know, we knew her, we knew her mental health history and you know, I was already along the path of some type of, cause we, we knew she was bipolar. So there was some type of manic psychosis, you know, th which was, I was kind of thinking on, but I was like, I never understood the elevator and I under never understood the door to the water tank. And I don't know if you guys want to get into it, but the fucking documentary completely answered those questions for me. About the door on the elevator. What about the yeah. pot potential foot that you've seen in the security footage? That's what I didn't, they were talking about the foot, but it looks like hers. She turned that corner already and it looks like it's the back of her heel. And well, that's it, what I saw. Well, that, that it's to me when I looked at it, it looked, it was so blurry. It's hard to tell, but it looked like it might've been the front of a foot rather than the heel because it looked like it was there before she stepped out of the elevator. Yeah. I, but, from when I look at it, it looks like to me, like she cleared the side of the elevator and her foot kind of steps back. That's the thing. The one thing that I still kind of think is a little bit shady is the missing footage and the blocking of the time stamping. That's weird. Right. And Cause the, it was missing the, what? 53 seconds, right? 53 seconds. And the police, the detectives, when they explained that, I didn't really buy that. Cause they didn't, they didn't even sell themselves on it. You could tell they seemed kind of like, well, this could have be, this could be why. And it's like, well, shouldn't you fucking know? You guys would be the ones responsible for that. Well, the only thing was when they talked about it, you know, uh, at least one of the detectives is like, we don't know where that footage leaked from. They didn't put it out. They don't I know thought if they it was said leaked. they did. I no, thought they said they did no, release it. No, it was leaked. It was. They said that it was leaked from somewhere. They don't know whether it was leaked from the police department or they don't know whether it was leaked from some media source. So the mm. thing is, their explanation is that 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 video that's put out is not the original version. So it may have been slowed down for media purposes. It might have been something cut out because there maybe there was somebody in there and they didn't want to show this because on the you can't put somebody in there you know, just because or whatever, like a, it'd be some kind of, um, <laughs> yeah. Some poor bastards like on the elevator with her being like, right. can I get out please? Like you're yeah. acting weird and scaring me. Yeah. <laughs> and the slowing down of frames, they, they said that the probable 
cause for that was that you normally they will slow down, you know, news sources and things like that will slow down these videos in order to get a look at their face. So perhaps somebody would be able to identify her. Yeah, right. that makes sense to me. But could you imagine like you're waiting for the elevator, the door slowly opens and there's this chick just doing her arms all creepy like that. You'd be like, oh, I'm going to take the next yep. one. That's uh, okay. Yeah. You go ahead. No, that's fine. Now, uh, I'll what take a, the stairs. Dude, what, that's me. That's me if the elevator opens and there's a normal person standing there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Honestly. Keep going. I'm like, it's good. I would, if, the, if a person opened that, I would walk the other way. I'd be like, oh, I, I didn't need the elevator. The one thing that always got me that, you know, it didn't really, maybe it did answer it in that and I didn't get to that, uh, was that the top floors were for permanent residences and they had a card. Right, well, and that's that's how they kind of said that she may have gotten out to the ladder to get to the roof, but she would have needed access, you know, by someone who is a permanent resident of the hotel. Well, no, the no, they, the permanent residents were like in that documentary. They say like when they split, because in like a two thousand and what was it, two thousand eight or something, they split it to a few floors be stay on main, which was like a separate yeah. lobby and separate hotel. And yeah. the, fir the first two floors were permanent residents. Then it went stay on main for three. And then the top section of the hotel was for, was the hotel actual, like oh, if you, if, if you booked. And so, yeah. So when we first did the case, I remember seeing like, oh, how would she get to the roof? Like there's gotta be a, an, 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 like a, you know, emergency ladder or something. But it, when you look into the building, it's actually the fire escape goes from the main bottom floor to the roof. And the police dogs trace the scent to the fucking top floor exit to the fucking fire escape. Yeah, but so I but I don't know about about the private access though. Like if the actual hotel guests could access the residence, the or, or like the stay on main could access the floors above. Well, but if the per, like she was staying, she wasn't staying in the stay on main. She was staying and, in and the, the the Cecile Hotel and. From what I understand, she got moved to that floor because she was acting extremely bizarre and concerning her roommates by leaving them fucking rando notes saying like, leave now, you know, run away. Or when they would try to get in, she'd be like, what's the password? Which, right. again, kind of leans to some sort of mania, in my opinion. Um, you know, Gracie uh, on, our, on YouTube commented that she was always so confused of why you would stay in that hotel with its super shady past. Cheap. And that hotel does have a super shady past of like tons of serial killers and, um, you know, unsavorable folk. Well, that's the part uh, of the documentary that I thought was really good was the first episode when they go through yeah. the history of the hotel itself. But, yeah, but that history is like, not listed on we, TripAdvisor. And, and, and <laughs> here's the thing no is idea. like, we, we've walked, like the three of us have been to that hotel. It was under renovations. But like from the front, it hasn't changed, and it doesn't look that bad from the outside. Yeah. When you walk, no. that that hotel has been there for a long time. Like it is that it, I, and I guarantee you, if you go to any hotel that was built around the same time, you will also have like a, a also creepy past. Yeah, but like <laughs> not that, that creepy. For though. me though, the, it makes sense to me that she stayed there. She's traveling. She's a student. She obviously doesn't have very much money. You know what yeah. I mean? Staying there, yeah. eighty-five dollars a night. Like that's when you search on Google for hotels, it's not going to tell you. Wow, Richard Ramirez used to fucking wear his blood-soaked ginch up to his room there, or Jack Untervega used to be up there fucking choking prostitutes. Well, they, you know what I mean? Like, and they, well, they interviewed that couple from the UK who, like, when you know when you book like a cheap travel travel package, it'll just say hotel downtown, the city. Yeah. You don't know until yeah. you get there. So they showed up and they go to the the Cecile Hotel and they're like, 
okay, I guess you get what you pay for. And after a few nights, they're like, no, this place is fucking crazy. Yeah, why is the water brown? That doesn't yeah. make sense. <laughs> Probably didn't just want to stay in that area. Like we stayed in that area and like two nights was enough. <laughs> like, yeah. I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to stay in Skid Row for more than two days. I'll be honest with you as like those scenes that they were giving us a Skid Row. I'm like, that looks like an upgrade on the fucking downtown East side. Dude, when, look, when we went to LA, we stayed two blocks from that hotel. Yeah. I had no idea when I booked the Airbnb, we were like one, one block over and two blocks down or something. And there it was. You could almost see it from our like from our Airbnb. I, I have a pay, I have a selfie with the water tower in the background. Yeah, that's crazy. First caller of Elisa Lamb. Let's bring him in. Hello, Cosmic Channels. What is what is going on? Oh, we're discussing a little Elisa Lamb case. What what's your name? Where are you calling from? Yes, yes, sir. Um, I'm Elliot, Indiana. Love you guys to pieces, and uh, the Elisa Lamb. Holy shit. I can't believe we're finally talking about this again. There we go. Can I cuss? I'm sorry. No, you can do you can say whatever oh. you want. You take responsibility for it though. <laughs> How you guys doing, man? I'm I'm feeling so good to be here. Um, Glad to have you. Um so I don't know exactly where you guys left off. But um, we're just uh, we're just looking for pretty much your theories and thoughts on the case because we've we've just been going through like or, when we when we first did it. you about it like yeah. question, unanswered questions you have. Okay, so so uh, I'm I'm loving the theories that you guys are bringing up about the uh, you know like I think that Andrew I'm sorry but I love the theory that you know like her her foot is right there at the end kind of like of uh, the camera frame yeah instead of it being someone else's foot. But also, let's go ahead and go back to kind of like where this all stemmed from, the theories about the active camouflage. Yeah. So oh, perhaps, yeah. Yeah, that was someone... This could have been... This could have been someone else's foot. Now, uh, if, if... Again, this it's been a while since I've really taken a deep dive into this, just but to refresh everyone's memories. She had tweeted uh, about a Canadian company... Um, signing a contract with an American firm to work on active uh -huh. camouflage, mm -hmm. and that building where uh -huh. the active camouflage, where where the Canadian company was working with this United <laughs> States company, I can't remember, it was called Electrical Light or something like that. It was literally two blocks away from the Cecil Hotel, uh, very close by. And now that I think about it more yeah. and more, like you see those active camouflage shields that have, are now in the mainstream media stuff you can watch out i'm like some of those like grainy footage you that you just take for grainy footage i'm like mm, okay okay so so i was gonna say actually i'm in school right now for for just a general it kind of stuff and i want to let you guys know like we're being taught about active camouflage like it is like like it's in the curriculum and i can get you maybe some material uh that would yeah. kind of back that up Yes. Dude. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> I'd love to do that. Uh, so, so this is, this is actually, I guess we're backpedaling again, but, uh, we're capable of doing these things. And of course, like they say, especially with, uh, area 51, we're what, 50 years behind what they actually have. Know what I mean? 
Right. So what what we're seeing now is or, just what they're allowing to see. So it could be way, way <laughs> exactly. Ahead. Gotcha. Exactly. Uh, so an active camp. So, so a, a a company that has the capability to effectively deploy active camouflage and then somehow pose a girl who is bipolar has a history of bipolar and they want to drown her dan i'm so happy to hear your voice uh okay and and so this is exactly what they would do i mean yes um anybody with an active history of of having something that you know downs or bipolar or fucking depression pardon again my language Uh, yep thank you thank you my bad um i mean what better target do you know what i mean for for a test subject for for someone that you could actually a homeless person person did not know what they were stepping into you know first off secondly you know i can give you the reason that whatever happened happened because Guess what? This person was, you know, definitely, you know, not not on everybody else's level, quote unquote. But at the same point, I mean, I'm bipolar a bit because my grandmother was bipolar. And so by extension, technically, I have like the capability of becoming sad, you know, yeah, more it, often it than not. It can be hereditary. It can be passed down. Yep. No, I, I kind of like that because I was thinking in my head of like maybe this was some sort of like, you know, it could be, and I'm taking some stretch, some liberties here, but uh, imagine it's uh, some sort of like CIA MK Ultra where they have this technology and they're seeing the extent they can push people when you can't be seen. I mean, for me, the thing that jumps out here is maybe like I this is a reach for me personally, but for me, the let's only not way forget that- the CIA was taking people off the street to have sex with prostitutes and film them and give them an LSD. That was a real thing. Yeah, like, but for mid- a reason, they were using it to get fucking like blackmail and shit on people. Whereas what I'm saying, like for me, is I see someone who works for this company that it's taking these products and using it on their own for malicious fucking Yeah, wait, uses. we're not even talking about the CIA. We're talking about a private company. Private. Exactly. Yeah, so even like, I don't see I don't I don't see the I don't see the point in going after this random Canadian traveler when there's yeah, a hundred bunch company there's, at risk? there's there's like, people why without would you do that? There's people without family and anybody that knows what the fuck's happening to them on the streets that they could experiment on and do anything at any point in time they want so to me i think that maybe whoever if if that's the case if somebody's using that technology they're using it on their own rogue and just being a piece of shit right like maybe maybe she went out met one of these guys that works at this company at the bookstore having a coffee you know what i mean and he's fucking around with her and showing her this camouflage and then some hollow man scenario (laughs) yeah right like i don't know so so let's think about it because she was actually getting into some some uh, research, I believe, that you guys said uh, a couple years ago uh, that would lead her down the path to kind of discover some of this stuff. Is that am I am I incorrect or? It's been a while. I, Maybe I it's been a while. We, we were in our underwear, man. <laughs> we, she, we didn't really know. What we were I talking do. About. Re- I do recall her posting. She had posted about these some companies getting these like military contracts. Whether she was researching it or or doing anything to that, I I couldn't, I have no idea. (laughs) Like active camouflage is not a super 
super secret. Not the proprietary and how people how they how they do it, like how certain companies do it. I'm sure is those are secrets. Like those are they don't want people, you know, uh, taking it's their, their proprietary blends. Right. So, you know, her tweeting about that would just be like maybe she just thought that was cool because I think that's cool. Like I post that stuff on like when they did the. <laughs> The active camouflage example in the fucking James Bond movie back in what was it tomorrow? Is it tomorrow never dies? Yeah, Oof. tomorrow never dies. And it's like that's active. The idea for captive camouflage has been around for a while, and a company winning contracts for active camouflage not not that unusual. And I don't I, was she employed by a company? I can't remember. Was she employed by a company that was? She wasn't right. She was, she was in school. She, she was, was actually a college student for a Canadian uh, university that uh, I think that's what you guys said back in the day. Um, but at the same point, and yeah. here's, here's, here's something else. The beauty of selecting the Elisa Lamb, uh, the Lemelise, if you will, uh, is, is that she was just a random person. I mean, we can, we can dispute or debate upon, you know, what is, her significance in this entire case but in the end you know she does have a psych record which i i hope that our friend of a friend can agree with uh but at the same point you know it would just be super easy to to like discard her her word or let's just say really anything that happened to her, especially with kind of how she ended up, which is in a tank, which how did she get there? She obviously would have had to put herself in there or there would have had to have been uh, some external force that basically put her there. Does that make sense? Well, I think one of the biggest questions for me left off was that the fact that we were all told the tank was the lid was closed which then to me didn't make sense about how this woman closed this heavy tank on herself while dropping in whether she had a pin it herself but i think that was been refuted and basically said like no it was open the lid yeah, was during open. the during the proceedings where eliza lamb's parents sued the cecil hotel and their liability you know it, it, basically blaming them saying it was their fault they didn't take enough precautions in order to keep their daughter from somehow getting onto the roof and then into uh, the allegedly into the mm -hmm. tank uh discovery did come out that the the person who was responsible for cleaning the roof and cleaning the tanks when he found her body they asked her on it both in the legal proceedings and they asked him on the documentary they asked him like was the tank open when you got there and he said yes it was open when i got there it was open mm -hmm. so it wasn't wasn't closed it was after closed. she fell in no or at least so even better so even better i'm sorry for their story because exactly it was open you know like there was no way that you know a person who jump into the cellar could have closed the cellar behind them know what i no, mean and especially too because it wasn't oh. a hinge door either it was a cover more than a door right hey buddy know what i mean i know what you mean <laughs> i feel you no, I, I hear you though so you're saying uh, you're saying that if someone was you know complicit in her death i think i think it's, i think it's i think it's super easy just to pin this on her 
just by leaving a you know like a door open. Leaving it open. By also understanding that that she uh, did have some type of mental history, unfortunately, uh, and that's that's not her fault. It you know could have been really whatever. But at the same point, um, they needed a test subject, and all they needed was one occupant of the hotel. That's all they needed, and that's uh, that's my theory to uh, to test this out. An American and or Canadian conglomerate. When you say it's an organization that's doing this, I can buy it because there's no way in hell a single person could have got her in that tank on their own. Not a chance. There's no way. Nobody could have slung them on her back, climbed those fucking that ladder, and tossed her in the tank. So it would have had to been some type of team organization. Even if they would have got her on the roof. To Andrew's point, like the 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 door, the access, the door that has access to the roof is an emergency access and is alarmed. So the only way to access the roof without actually setting off the alarm would have been to go up the fire fire escape. So somehow they would have had to get her all the way up to the fire escape to the roof without setting off the alarm. Well, yeah, or it could have been not, they didn't like carry her or drag her. They were like, they were with her up there and something happened could also been part of the theory, right? Like they were up there together. So carrying their active camouflage gear up the ladder and getting her up there, I suppose. Uh, I'm I'm not sure what the I'm not sure what exactly the active camouflage the company was working on whether it was the type of you know the the shield that we've seen before the proof of concept that some companies have put forth where it's kind of just bends light was it the kind of one that's like the the actual cloak they put on or it's ones where like they project the image around them from the like, back sure. to the front yeah, yeah. so I'm not sure because some mm. of them some of these active camouflage things seem like they need like a kind of a pretty decent setup. It's not exactly like 100% mobile, right? Mm-hmm. Yet, right? Yet, right? Okay. Hey, <laughs> so, man. Hey, uh, sorry, sorry to cut you off, but uh, we got we've been on the line for a while, so we're going to see if anyone else has any theories. But to summarize, your theory is that a uh, private company working with this used potentially used her as a test subject to see if it worked, kind of thing. Well, I think that yep, that's uh, that's a pretty pretty good sum up thank you so much for your for you guys' time um love you guys for the longest time and uh keep on doing what you're doing thanks man we appreciate it thanks man thanks appreciate it man take care have a good night right on peace i totally forgot about the it was called like an uh what was that industrial light well no there's industrial light and magic that's like an actual like Hollywood effects like company, the, but I don't the, think it's like that, the that's Lucasfilm. Not the right, that's not the right one. That's, <laughs> that's not the right one, but it's like a company sounds kind of like that. That's Star I, Wars. Yeah, that's in, that's industrial light and hey, magic. That's, and who owns Star Wars now? Disney. Disney. Boom. Solved. You know what we haven't touched on though, and for me, it's the most bizarre concept in this whole case is the fucking tuberculosis test. The, that, the Lamalissa. The Lamalisa spelt the exact same way. That fucking it makes my brain explode. That's just, I don't understand. That's, that's, that's really just weird. one of those. That's just one of those perfect coincidences. Where Dude, you're like, it's so perfect. It's so though. perfect. Like how it, it can't get any more perfect than that. Yeah, yeah. It's so bizarre. You have a girl's names like reversed is the name of a tuberculosis test that they're, that they're doing on all the, the homeless population and stuff. Like well, and, in like, that they, area. They, well, and in the hotel, there was people who had tur- tuberculosis in the hotel. The manager was saying as well, like that's. That's the one thing where I'm like, that's 
way too fucking weird. That's like some guy walking by the poster being like, we're going to fucking <laughs> fuck with people's heads and name this test that. All right, like, that's, a, that's a pretty crazy theory, but let's bring in another caller. Hello, Cosmic Channels. Hey, guys. How's it going? Pretty good. What's your name? Yeah. Where are you calling from? It's Cody from Manitoba. Oh, Cody. It's been a while. Cody, welcome back. What's up, man? <laughs> How you guys been? Sorry, it's been a while. Nah, it's all good. Been good. Pretty good. What? Uh, what's your thoughts yeah. on Elisa Lamb? Well, I don't have really much because unfortunately I didn't watch, I did not watch the documentary, but my friend was talking to me about it. And one of the things I did have a thought on, because the guy before me was saying how, you know, like one of the theories is, of course, that she was used as kind of a test subject for, you know, whatever, whether it was the active camouflage or even, you know, like a biological weapon type of thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering maybe if maybe, like one of the theories I have is maybe she was used, or sorry, maybe she was hypnotized to do it herself. Or like, you know, like mind control type of deal. Well, she honestly, when, when you watch the video, it looks like someone's experiencing like a hallucinogenic trip. And if you go mm-hmm. with the like government and like MK Ultra and like dosing, like it, it seems like she's on a, a trip of some kind just by looking. Or yeah. suffering from manic, manic psychosis. Yeah, manic psychosis. Yeah. <laughs> but but uh, that's what I mean. Which like she's had before. The manic psychosis can, and like a psychological trip, like, but from acid and stuff, could maybe you could experience the same type of stuff. And like, I mean, I, ha- I, I can't spec. Like speak for the manic depressant issues, but like as far as taking that kind of stuff, like you just you're a different person completely, which is kind of like being a manic, right? You're not the same person as you normally would be. Yeah, but I mean, also, I mean, how hard would it be to take someone like Elisa Lam or you know anybody really, and you know just kind of warp their brain and tell them, hey, this is what you need to do because you know, like wipe her mind after, but then, you know, this is, this is your mission kind of deal because we need to, we need to test this out to see maybe, you know, new test subjects for a new cure or something like that. Right. So they, you know, get, you know, like they inject her with something or put something inside of her and then she crawls herself into that tank. And then like, of course, like you guys said, there was a giant outbreak of TB around the area. Mm-hmm. So that would give whoever's behind this a uh, really good, just, uh, amount of subjects to test a new cure on or something, you know? So, or maybe, oh, or so maybe a manufactured form of tuberculosis that was used to cull the homeless population in Skid Row. Yeah. So that's a good I one. Feel that's a good sure. Point. Yeah. And it's like, but why would they use her as a touch sh- test subject when it's like, okay, we know nothing about you. Even if they had her access to her medical records, they would be like, you're not probably not the the ideal test subject. You are on medications of some sort, or you have been in the past. We probably wouldn't want to use you for the, the results that we would get from testing this whatever on you, like a, a whether it's a biological weapon or some type of thing. Like that just wouldn't wouldn't be good science. Well, but like, what? But Dan, what happens if you know what I mean? They do the tests on her, and they don't want it to get out. And if some, for some reason she's able to get out and starts telling people about it, they'd be like, "Listen, this lady's obviously manic." And you can't trust what she's saying. But what if she didn't? Because then, even if she didn't, and then you'd like, okay, well, is this a result of interactions with her drugs? Like, if something bad happens to her, is this a result of interactions with her drugs? Is this a result of some type of 
whatever. Is this something mental disorder or a genetic thing? It just seems to me that if you were testing a biological weapon, you would probably want to be able to test it in a controlled manner, like I, most I couldn't scientists agree more do. With you. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more <laughs> with you. I'm just, I'm, I'm just yeah. bowling here, man. Those are the legit, yeah. legit scientists, not the secret government. Well, even if I go to this, I, even the Nazis tested their stuff under strict controls. Strict. So. For me, it, it would make more sense <laughs> yeah. if she she saw or heard something she shouldn't have, and they had to get rid of her. You know what I mean? As opposed to them testing something on her. Right. Would, but, but why? But I mean, I, also, it just it seems really strange to me that why would you want to kill somebody who is number one not in their home country? also has citizenship in, in Canada and U.S., so now you're involving two whole countries, two whole governments. Like, it seems like kind of a hassle to be like, well, we've got to kill her, as opposed to we'll just let her go away because, well, she has manic depressive disorder, bipolar disorder anyways, and if we're going to put the stigma of mental illness on her, then that would take away from her credibility anyway, so why not just let her live? Well, yeah, I, I don't think she's a prime candidate. Like, look how many fucking detectives they assigned to that case initially. She had her own fucking like, like twenty crime force. There's like twenty four yeah. detectives. I agree. I don't think she's a prime candidate for this either. We're just trying to come up with yeah. Some we're just uh, we're spitballing. spitballing. So that's that. So uh, yeah. No, I'm just yeah. I'm just asking. I'm just being like, sure. If that if that were the case, like if, if that was a theory, then I'd be like, yeah, that's a good theory. Unless <laughs> well, that's that's fine, Dan. Uh, Cody, quick quick summary on your theory, and now we're gonna have to move on. Yeah, somebody was just like, I guess in my mind, why not use somebody who, like you said, has mental illness? That way they could chalk it up to that. Simple as that. Right. And then, you know, they could they have a ton of test subjects that they could do testing on if they need to do it. That's all. Right. Yeah. It's a crazy case. Yeah. That's my point. All right, brother. It hey. is crazy. It's, it, I'm, I'm definitely looking Thanks, forward Cody. to watching the documentary. Yeah, I mean, on, man. it dragged on a little bit much, but it's worth the watch. I Give it a- if if you really if you don't have the all the time to watch the whole thing, sit down and watch the last episode. Boom. Prepare yourself to hear the words "Internet Sleuth" about five hundred thousand <laughs> times. That's amazing, Internet um, Sleuth. Now the other, the other like area where this can do they go, say think- Internet Sleuths or Web Sleuths? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's uh, Internet Sleuth, but I is don't it Internet? Know. Okay, internet gives a little bit more. Shit credibility apparently i i don't yeah. know for me if i said web sleuths i'd like that sounds stupid internet sleuths a little bit more now i start to think i start to lean into the paranormal too with this one where it's like you have this person like let's take out these outside factors of whether you know there's active camouflage going on or, or manipulation uh by an outside force but what if it's like this person has these uh this condition in a hotel that ha- is just surrounded by like a ton of like dark, dark history. And I'm sure like, you know, dark energy around that place, the amount of shit that's gone on there. Um, I wonder if that had some, you know, untangible factor in her mental health and her stopping her medication while being at that hotel. There's definitely a river of pink slimy sludge running underneath that fucking yeah, hotel. Yeah. Negative energy. <laughs> It's Vigo. Like Vigo the Carpathian. Was she sleep, yeah, was she sleeping with a picture of Vigo the Carpathian in her room, maybe? Mm? Probably. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with you. It's you know what though, Braden? Like I'm I'm pretty big on naysaying that type of shit too. But you know what I mean? When I went to Al- Alcatraz for the first time, it blew my mind. I couldn't that, explain that it. Juju. I, mm-hmm. I couldn't explain it. I've never had that feeling before. I've been around dead people, I've been in murder scenes, I've seen terrible shit. I've never felt 
the way I felt there, like the heaviness of that the place. Compound it felt like death. there was weights on my shoulders and I just wanted to get the fuck but perhaps, out of there. Perhaps, perhaps that's intentional. Totally. Perhaps that's the way they built it. Perhaps oh. they want you to feel that way. It could so be, it, and it's just a design. It's well, just a, so a the, product of the design. More of the likely, prison. more likely, it would be psychosomatic. It's something sure. I'm creating in my brain, and it's not fucking real. But I've never felt those feelings before, and I've been around. Have you ever been to Galcatraz shit. before? I've never even heard of Galcatraz, but okay. Um, now, what if what if this is one of those things where maybe she went to that hotel specifically? Maybe she was, um, you know, a not not a fan, but like a, a a fan of the lore, right? Of the legend. She would have blogged like, about it. She would have blogged so about it. She would have mentioned it in her blog. Okay, I, she yeah, would have been. Okay, I, just got, I, I, just got, I know we just keep going here. So, uh, Cody, you still on the line? Oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> <Yeah>. sorry, buddy. <laughs> sorry. These guys, these guys no are, the guy, they forgot it was a call-in show. So, are you still there? <laughs> Yeah, I'm here. All right, man. We're gonna we're gonna move on oh, now. I we, thought we, we were pulling another caller. I didn't. Know. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't he's know he's still there. there. Sorry, Cody. You, got, you, thanks, you gave him no opportunity to end. Thanks, Cody. We'll talk to you again. See you, bro. See you, Pontificate over here. You're, you're a dick. <laughs> you just, I couldn't get in. You just kept going. Nothing I can do. I thought you'd already said goodbye. Like I thought. Yeah, I thought so too. I, I said yeah. Bye. We were like, like, yeah, thanks, I was man. saying goodbye to Cody, and then the about eight theories came through. I just let him fly. All right, we're gonna bring another caller in now. Hello, Cosmic Channels. Hey, what's going on? This is uh, Rylan from Florida. Rylan from Florida. Thank, thanks for calling. What's up, man? Florida. Oh, Florida. What's your thoughts? What's your theories on Elisa Lam? Uh, well, well, my theory starts with uh, Nazi Germany. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> all good Here we go. <laughs> Take us back. Buckle Take us back. Buckle up. Buckle up. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I can't figure out what what kind of theory I have um it's just hard to I, I i definitely understand how uh bipolar can actually cause that uh someone to act that way and then possibly go up to the the roof and 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 get into the uh, actual tank that's definitely plausible but it's just there's too many synchronicities with with the whole thing, you know, with the uh, with the zip code of the bookstore being the exact plot for where she's buried, that's kind of weird. Yeah, that's pretty uh, weird. I feel like somebody did that TV outbreak. What was that? It just feels like somebody like that might not be the real fucking zip code. Somebody just hacked it and put that in there. Mm. One of these internet sleuths. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, uh, you talked about it earlier. The TV outbreak. Using the the Lisa the Lamb Lisa test. Yep. Uh, so bizarre. That's kind of weird. Um, and and I don't understand why the video was so messed up. Like with the actual the actual digital part of it, you can't see what's. Yeah, it's like blurred what out. What part of the video is? Yeah, it it is blurred out. You don't understand. You don't know how much of the of the actual video was lost. They speculated about 56 uh, seconds um, that could have provided you more information of, of what's going on. Uh, I don't know. I mean, when I when I come across like answers I don't know, I I, I, I go to well, this is all a simulation. We don't we don't know what the answer is. You know, we're all it's all simulation that we 
we're all just supposed to go for the ride, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I always thought like we talked about it right at the start of the show about how that, that leaked video might've been tampered with. And that's why the mint, like the 53 seconds is missing, but it seems weird after like now it's been years and years since this case that the actual, that 53 seconds hasn't been shown in a full video yet. Maybe it will after this docu series. Why would they? Why would they release it? Well, why? Why not end the mystery? Like here, here, uh, he's the internet sleuth. Again, here's my thing. I'm guessing that in that 53 seconds, there's another patron that rides the elevator that they've either cleared, right, or had an alibi, or maybe is a suspect. But either way, they're not gonna. Yeah, because just look, just look at what happened. Technically, I, well, now look at what happened to Morbid, oh, the death metal, bastard. the poor guy who had nothing to do with Elise and Lamb's death, just happened to stay wait, in the Cecil hey, Hotel. Wait a second, what do you mean nothing to do with it, Dan? He writes music about death, and he I'm stayed sorry, at the hotel death metal, a year so before she died. Yeah. She was there twelve months before yeah, she died. He wrote death metal music and stayed in the the Cecil Hotel. Why isn't uh, he in jail for the rest of his life? Elisa Lamb stood hmm. there, and his entire life was ruined. Guy had a mental complete mental breakdown suicide attempt like sounds like a guilty conscience to me mm -hmm. <laughs> what was that sorry so i don't think yeah uh, we talked about it before but that that video that has been released to the public or leaked to the public is not the or, the entire original yeah. so i mean you video. haven't seen the original well, our, our caller's trying to get at word edge yeah. <laughs> no, i was done yeah no i was saying that 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 guy kind of kind of kind of brought upon itself you know Alluding to Elisa Lamb, um, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't wish that he had that ill will to him, like people bring him. But you know, he kind of brought it upon himself, though, by talking about it so much. It, and... it might have been. Well, I, yeah, as far yeah. as I can tell, the only it? thing they, the only thing he mentioned was China in one of his songs, and the fact that he stayed there. And sings about death were the only things that they could link to. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not 100 sure. Did he actually specifically mention Elisa Lamb at some point? I don't think so. Not until he started he being either, accused. He. Sorry, continue. No, I don't, I don't think he did. I don't think he actually named Elisa Lamb. But it's just there was too many uh, key points that that uh, kind of alluded to to that case. Right, yeah, I've not looked into that portion of this case, but it sounds like this uh, guy didn't yeah, really have anything. Yeah, from what I understand, he just popped up in some Taiwanese like internet newspaper, and they accused him of being somehow involved with Elisa Lam's murder when he had just only stayed in the hotel at some point, and he was a death metal artist. Like it was, and then he got tons and tons of hate mail. To be fair, he was a bit of a weirdo. Those pictures of Ted Bundy and Black Dahlia and like his music videos of him yeah. chasing a woman in the woods and murdering her. I mean, Br a bit Braden up, has but. those too, but we can keep them on the show. Like, you know. We got, we got a good publicist. Yeah. Keeps on the media. All right. Hey, we're going to move on to another caller, but we appreciate you calling in. All right. Appreciate you guys. Love the show. Okay. Talk to you. Cheers, Bye. Bye. All right. Bye. Cool, cool, cool.
live. I'm YouTube. I'm seeing a lot of chatter in our group chat. I don't know if anybody's on the line, but people are like, it's been a few comments like, how could she be strong enough to lift up that door and all that? There's no way they're making this door so hard that one person can't open it because people go and perform that. Like the guy climbed up there to perform the maintenance to check the water and all that shit to begin with. Like obviously he was could be able to open it or well, else he wouldn't have gone up there. On the, his own. Yeah, that's but that's part of it is that lid should have been locked closed. It, yeah, and they weren't. And they weren't. Like, but, the, but they this weren't. Isn't but it like, wasn't. Yeah, and it also wasn't uh, policy before then. Actually, like they hadn't. In, they hadn't instituted those. Apparently, that's actually a recent thing for them instituting policies to if your if your hotel or your water has or you know your building has water tanks like above ground water tanks, you have to lock those. Mm, I wonder what inspired. That well, I think decision. that that's probably. <laughs> I mean, I would. I'm not going to say you're wrong, but I'm saying. Local local business code, if you have any hazard on a roof or anywhere that someone could fall off of, it has to be completely locked to the public. Right. And how, when did that become business code? As when long did that as I've been effect? a carpenter, that's been the code. Yeah, that's... Well, that's Canada. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. It's probably Los Angeles, maybe. East Side Los Angeles with all the yeah. hobos <laughs> and drug addicts. But they do, they do mention in the documentary that it wasn't... Uh, an obligation until recently. That's what I mean. Yeah. That's as bad, they tried bad to sue policy. Them for that. That's bad policy yeah. as the as like the building whoever's part of the city who's like supposed to make the building code to be like, yeah, let's just allow anyone to walk to the roof and open these right. twenty five foot and tanks and the, jump that's in. That's what the parents sued the Cecil Hotel. Like that was their whole basis of their case. Uh, was that they should have had those? Yeah, tanks they locked. definitely should have. But, but the, wasn't but the, le they told legally them banned. as like, no, we didn't have to have those locked. The only thing we had to do was have the 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 actual access that that door that is going to the roof. We had to have that alarm. That is the bare minimum that we had to do to keep us from liability of people either jumping off the roof or you know, or perhaps you know, also the the water tank thing, but. Um, that was all, that was all they really had were obligated to do. And that's all they felt like they needed to do. And they won that case. Yeah. I'm, like uh, the, not the parents, but the, the, the hotel, hotel won that case. Well, and I bet like something tells me that the, the staff would probably be used to that alarm going off and just kind of ignoring it. Right. Because smoke I'm or... sure they have a reset, but when you, when you look at it, there's not, they said there's like cigarette butts, pizza boxes, yeah. all that type oh, yeah. of shit. They probably there, go right? like, they have a smoke and stuff. Exactly. Like, uh, so the alarm probably did go off and they're like, Oh, you know, fucking buddy's probably on his break, whatever. He's going to hack a dart fucking just you know shut off the alarm let him do his thing didn't think twice that's that's what i mean and when i say like yeah she probably now you know she probably did go on in on her own but i wouldn't be surprised if she wasn't with somebody who's like i do this all the time and like they did it together whatever he got out and she got she drowned or whatever and someone just left them left her well not, not murder like for me it's just like you know accidental death and something like, I'm out of here and not well, saying anything. Maybe they went and grabbed a little bit of fucking drugs and decided to get high on the roof. She OD'd. He shit his pants, didn't know what to do and put her in the tank. But I just Talks don't see it. a human carrying her up that fucking ladder and plopping her in there. That's what that doesn't yeah, make but sense Here's a question. Here's a question, Andrew. So like on the toxicology report, would that stuff have shown up in her system? You would think, right? You would think that would make sense to me. But what if you're not looking for it? Stranger Things, if no, you I are think looking that for they it. Ran everything. Ran they everything. ran everything. They did a whole they, talk. They didn't stream. do a rape kit. Yes, they did. I thought they didn't. No, they did do a rape no, kit. Well, that's part no. of what they did. Uh, part of the thing when we first did it is Andrew said they didn't, and that's where we got with the prolapse bee hole and all that. <laughs> that was not part of the case in start, but that's what we came up <laughs> with when we first started doing this. I thought 
there was a pre prolapse beehole. That was right off the fucking. But no, that, was not, that, that wasn't a documentary or anything, was it not? But well, why well, would they mention yeah, that? They, they just said it forms of fucking. They, they don't. T- they don't take the deep dive like we do. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> a little aggressive. I, uh, I read out word for word what her fucking autopsy report was. Yeah, when we I did th- it. And that muscle will yeah. relax and you as you decay. So mm-hmm. it's not bizarre to me that it would fucking that's, prolapse. That's what I was asking. What about to ask? Is, like, is this a medical thing where like someone decomposing will have this happen to them? Again, I'm not gonna fuck. I can't swear, but I have to do some research right. into it. But that's where my brain goes when I think of decay, and it's a muscle, and that shit's gonna relax at some point, and maybe something to do with um, the water. So they did do the, a rape kit then. I I I start to they lean did, more yes. that like. It is very possible in this hotel of just like we look at the history of who stayed there that someone there took advantage of her while not on medication and maybe gave the like not put her in there, but either like it's like, hey, it'd be funny if you get in there and then just left. Yeah, that's what that's what I mean. It could be as simple like some something innocent where something bad happened, then someone left. There's yeah. no, there's no video of them. If it's, if the top floor is that easily accessible, you can just jump up the fire escape, climb down to any floor, go in and like, I don't know. I mean, obviously there's a reason that it's, it's ruled a suicide because there's no other evidence to overturn. It's just, it's right. A- but it's like, if they would have had something like video interviews, there would have been something. Well, that's what I mean. A lot of the floors had no video. That's probably part of the problem as well. Just the floor she was on? No, that more than more than one camera was not working. No camera to the roof. Like there's just I mean, obviously they don't need to have cameras on the roof, but if they like if they I'm sure they do now or they did after this happened. That's what I'm saying. There's no there's no uh, there's no like evidence to overturn that it was an accidental. No evidence death. that we're aware of. Yeah. Aware yeah. of. To overturn that she had a psych- like a psychotic break or whatever, and she got into the water tank and she either couldn't get out or whatever happened, and she ended up passing away in the tank, and then not found for what was it, nineteen days after she went missing. Ah, uh, yeah, something, something like, like that. that. It's a long, like enough time that people started. The water compl- had the, gone sour. The water yeah. was tasting weird. Yeah, that's just that's. I would think that would have been a lawsuit. <laughs> yeah, you, like, yeah. There's no. Uh, I was drinking dead people stew water. Dead people soup. Well, spe- mm. well, especially especially if let's say that there was never a lid on that one water tank, you could have had birds, rack, like you could have had rodents and anything falling into that tank if it's not sealed. Well, I think that's yeah. That's why they made it a posse. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> why why they did it so late? I don't know, but it's like I think that probably became or that is supposed to be locked. At least, at least, I think at that least happened closed. After 9/11, at, at least, least closed, but, right? It's got to be at I least. I think that closed. is supposed to be closed, but that's why the guy thought it was probably. That's why the guy actually found her because he probably thought that's weird. That thing that hatch is open, or the fact <laughs> that everyone's like the water tastes fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, let's go find that shit out. Well, that's because like, yeah. I, I that's what he went up there in the first place because of the the low water right, pressure. Water pressure. Yeah. So yeah, but then it was even weirder that that thing was open, and then even weirder when there was a woman in there. Yeah, face up, which is super and then weird. even weirder that she was dead. Yeah. Well, and, and the fact that she was flayed, uh, and she even was weirder supine that she didn't have weird. clothes on. Supine, like face up, is weirder than face down. Yeah, yes. and drowning, big time, because that's just the way that body naturally is buoyant. Face up, exactly. 
And but she, she might. They said she might have like because she didn't like. She might have been trying to keep her face above water like that whole time. Oh, someone, you know? someone and, was just on the line. Call right back. I was just about to answer. Call right back. Last call of the night. Wow, this one went by fast. Usually, it's a little slower than this. Yeah, we, <laughs> well, it's because we're all getting heated. Fucking we're, we're talking this time. A, yeah, theory throwdown. Theory throwdown coming up. All right, Cosmic Channels. Hello. Hey, uh, I don't really have a theory. I was just gonna say I love you guys. Well, that's all good. Oh, thank oh, you very awesome. much. Thanks. Who are you? Where are you calling from? <laughs> all right, bye. Oh. Huh? Okay. Well, <laughs> See ya. One more call. That was nice. One more call. Then I guess. Yeah. Call of the night. Call of the night. Yeah. That someone loves us. Yeah. Thank you. Happy uh, Valentine's Made our, Day to made us. our Valentine's. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate the tire pump. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll take a while. We got time for one more call tonight. But before another call comes in, final thoughts? Without any more what evidence that we see right now, final thoughts. Braden? Um, I'm I'm going with like, you know, history tends to repeat itself in the history of the building. I'm thinking that she being a young, attractive lady, uh, downtown LA staying this ho hotel, uh, attracted the attention of a, a ne'er-do-well, a, a unsavory folk who, hmm. you know, whether or not they went up there and were, you know, having smokes together and she climbed in and was left. Right. Now, I, I uh, think she was in a very impressionable, an impressionable state off her meds. And someone was just kind of leading her on. Yeah, I, I could agree with that. I think that I don't think there was there was no murder or foul play. But I, I don't think that no one like someone knows something more that we'll never probably never hear about. Someone seen or was there when she fell in or they went in together and she can like something happened, I think. Obviously, no evidence. That's more. It's not a murder. It's not just a straight suicide. I think just like an unintentional series of events led to the death of Lisa Lamb. Andrew, I would like to jump on that train because it's fun and interesting. You know, I'd like to dig into Alistair Crowley opening up some type of fucking mysterious portal. <laughs> but I gotta. I just. Given that the, the sister really opened my eyes and just giving the background information that she had had previous manic episodes, which leaned on the psychosis side, where she did have history of hallucina hallucinations, where her roommates that she was staying with complained that she was acting super bizarre and weird and so much so that they couldn't even stay in the room with her anymore that she was removed. And then you look at her be her behavior in the elevator, which looks very paranoid delusion. You know what I mean? It looks like she feels like there are people after her. She has complained, or her sister said that she did, was complaining of that kind of stuff in the past. I, I personally think the only way that that person gets into that water tank is by climbing up there herself under her own volition. I don't think there would have been any other way to get in there personally. And I feel like this was a very misfortunate event, and I feel like this woman needed help. I feel like the ho the hotel staff let her down, and instead of reaching out to somebody that could have helped her because she was, you know, showing symptoms of these bizarre behaviors, but of course they deal. We got a call. Del? Oh, I was just yeah, I was just like wrap it up. Yeah, wrap, go ahead. Wrap, wrap it up. So, okay, before uh, that's Andrews. Uh, before Dan <laughs> Andrew, gets hit, Andrew, you're done. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to play, I wanted to play some music, music yeah. but uh, all right. I saw their finger. All right, so before Dan gives his, let's take one more call. 
Hello, Cosmic Channels. Hello? Hello. Gotcha. Hey, uh, this, this is Nomifer. Um. Nomifer from where? Uh, Nomifer from Arkansas. 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 So, uh, I feel like I remember somewhere, um, looking on the, uh, you know, looking into the David Pilatus stuff when he, uh, went on, uh, Lisa Lamb. I feel like I remember there being something about, like, a, uh, a Latin David Pilatus or something. So, did he say it was it was like, Bigfoot? <laughs> yeah, it was Bigfoot. No, uh, <laughs> there there was like some kind of a Latin text or something written on the water tank when they discovered her in the in the water tank. And um, I don't know if I'm going fucking crazy, you know, like it's some Mandela effect stuff or whatever. But like, I mean, I I've tried to research it and find it. And I know I've seen it in the past, but. You know, there's supposed to be some sort of like Latin text written on that water tank that she was found in, and uh, it was kind of had like some sort of a satanic thing to it or whatever. But I, I haven't actually been able to find anything on it again since then. And uh, yeah. spook. Someone else mentioned that in the chat tonight as well, and I. Uh, that's him. That's oh, that Nomifer. That was you. Yeah. Oh, okay. The okay. dude we're talking to. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I know we talk. I, I like. I kind of recall that too, and. Um, I, I'm trying to pull it up, but I now that you mentioned that, I actually kind of remember seeing some sort of like um, marking on the outside of the tank. Um, the the issue with this one is is that even some of the stuff that you know we had originally information where we originally had got this is like is gone on the internet. Like it's it's like trying to find her posts about the um, the active camouflage and stuff are like are so difficult um so it's it's like a lot of this information is now like you know it's passed on digitally and digitally and then watered down so it's 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 hard but i i kind of actually remember something like that too now i'm interested in seeing if i can pull it up yeah i mean like the the whole time i was watching the show tonight like i've been trying to you know scour the internet trying to find this shit about it because uh you know i me and another friend are pretty interested in this case and have been for, you know, a while now. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's something that both of us, I mean, I, you know, I messaged him on discord and was like, Hey bro, I mean, if I go crazy or, you know, uh, do you remember this? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I definitely do. And I mean, it's, it's like a lot of the stuff that, you know, on this case has just been kind of like scrubbed from the internet almost like it's like there's there's like a certain amount of shit that you know we're able to look up and some things that's just you know been completely scrubbed and and this is one of them right you know? and then the question you also have to ask yourself is was that stuff ever printed really true yeah i mean did that, somebody when when this case gained when this case gained popularity did somebody just put that on the internet and now it's gone because you know either somebody made a claim against it or it was just not true i think david Polites yeah. writes about it in his book a sobering coincidence um okay i i own the book it's currently in storage so i, I i'll have to wait till i unpack it to dig it up and and see but maybe that's where i had read it yeah, because like I said, I could have swore I saw it, you know, actually in a in a David Politis inter, you know interview, and I mean, you know, it, it very well could be what you know uh, Dan says. You know, it, it could just be some rumor stuff that really isn't true. It's just kind of 
to add to the mystery of the story or whatnot. But you know, it's—I it, definitely remember hearing about it. Right. Yeah, we definitely talked about it when we first did the case. But yeah, it could be because uh, when we we first did this case, it was only like not that long after the actual event happened. So now it's been another five years since then. So if yeah. there if there was information that turned out to be incorrect, it might have just been buried in the internet algorithm and pretty much impossible to find. Or it's the Mandela effect and we're in a different fucking dimension and this is all different than when we first remember it. We should really do a case <laughs> file about the Mandela effect one time. We should do a case file. Yeah, we definitely should. Yeah. I think should, but uh, thank you, boys, for taking my call. Uh, good show tonight, and uh, just figured I'd mention a little something about it. No, we appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for calling. Yeah, right on, man. Have, Have a good, good night, boys. Bye. Good night. All right, that's uh, that'll be last call of the night. Uh, we we all did quick theories. Dan, quick theory before we wrap up. Uh, from uh, quick theory or quick conclusion about yeah conclusion about the more getting to wrap it up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel really bad about this whole thing. Like, I feel bad about her. It is absolutely tragic when a young life like hers, um, from what I understand, she's a very, when she was uh, not affected by her, her, her disease or her condition, the bipolar disorder, she was a very, you know, cheerful and normal human being. And I, I feel really bad for her family because this stuff has to keep being brought up over and over and, and over I, again. I, from what I understand, her parents, her family had wanted nothing to do with the Netflix series, whether it was the way they presented it or whether they planned, you know, how they printed thing. I don't know, but I feel incredibly bad for them. And it's super sad that something like this had to happen and they have to keep bringing it up. Uh, this is also one of those things where it's like new information like one piece of information, like Andrew said, that one piece of information just about the the hatch being open to the tank being open blows so much stuff out of the water or, or, or illuminates so much more about what happened. So perhaps we'll never know anything to Braden's point. Perhaps we'll not know the whole story. Perhaps there are things that happened that we'll never know because they involve other people or somebody gave an interview and it's like they just... the. I'm sure the police and, you know, the media do understand the impact that they do make because there is the things like morbid and people like that. If you involve somebody in a case like this, they automatically become a target. Right. So maybe we'll never really know the whole story, but I also, but I, whatever the story is, it's incredibly sad. It's very beautiful, Dan. And the most beautiful part was you weren't getting wing fingers waved at you, but that's good. I, I did. I, at the beginning. I waved a finger at him immediately as soon as he started talking. <laughs> as soon as I started talking. As soon as he started talking, I didn't I was wave like, a finger. This. I just went. Like, I just did this one minute. I did a one minute finger. And you, <laughs> I, mean, I didn't even get to finish. Well, I said I said a one minute finger, and you instantly qu quit. That's your own fault. Um, you know, we're not going to do these uh, specific ones all the time. These are going to be few and far between. It's only when there's something timely going on and with the release of this Netflix uh, documentary and, uh, you know, we all, we all like that case. 
Um, we thought we'd do it next week, Sunday, the 21st. We're taking all calls on UFOs and aliens. Um, and if you listen to our main show, we'll be talking reptilians right before. So if you might give you some ideas and then the last Sunday of the month, the 28th, we're taking open lines, any topics, the dream police are taking their, putting their sirens away. Uh, we're taking any calls. Now the, uh, the dream the police are always Sunday. there, but we're just going to a little, they live inside little, of your head. They're always there. All right. Let's wrap this one up next week. Same time. Same cosmic place. Cosmic Channels is brought to you by Big Theory Productions. The Cosmic Channels are now closed.